Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This episode is kindly sponsored by Amanda. Dankeschön. Lumos. Hello, friends. Welcome back to Shell Cottage Radio. I'm your host, Ezra, a.k.a. Bill, also known as your friendly tech wizard, the former captain of the Hufflepuff Quidditch team, the flannel wizard, yours truly, me. Please welcome your lovely design witch, the fascination of fourth year, and my wonderful co-host and yours, Lottie, a.k.a. Hello. That was a little early, but still, schön, dass ihr da seid. Willkommen zurück to our little cottage on the outskirts of Tinworth. Come on in. I'm just gonna roll with it, sweetie. I feel like we're in fast forward mode. <laughs> this is the fastest intro you've ever done in your life. This uh. is the twelfth episode of Shell Cottage Radio, in which we will discuss Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, Chapter Four, The Keeper of the Keys. As always, before we start our chapter discussion, we're gonna chat a bit about life at Shell Cottage, give you the latest Potter Watch news, and quiz Bill with a couple of trivia questions. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. First and most important, babe, how is life? Uh, life? Life is good. That is the fastest intro we have done in a while. If you, I, I guarantee people like picked up their phones and were like, am I at 1.5 on this or 2? Did I speed this up? <laughs> uh, I made a joke with Lottie. I was like, well, we got a new chair for her. She's, she's sitting in a very stiff, straight-backed uh, chair because she's got her little workspace going on upstairs. And uh, I made the joke. I was like, oh, maybe it'll speed things along. You know, <laughs> like if you're, <laughs> you're sitting there, you know, like a kid might want to get more done quickly if they're sitting right. in an uncomfortable chair i don't yeah. know it worked uh, it, yeah <laughs> so it's just kind of funny that it worked that way uh, i'm great because i just got up from an abnormally large long nap and it was great it was great i'm not gonna lie i also feel though you know when you get up like that and you like took one middle of the day and it's summertime and you're like what's wrong with me yeah you know? what's no, wrong with me? i can't should. wait for like kids and the excuse to just you know go <laughs> nap time <laughs> i know uh, ain't, ain't seen, where's Ez? I haven't seen him in a while. So, I don't know. I was like really tired or something. I don't know what was wrong with me. Honestly, I think there's nothing wrong. It's just their body needs it sometimes. And I think we didn't get yeah. enough sleep the last couple of nights. So, yeah, we need to get that new mattress. You know, we're talking, we're joking <laughs> about going to my dad's tonight. He's he's away for the weekend. So, we, we go over and kind of just camp out, take over the house. It's nice. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, yeah, yeah. So, I'm, I'm feeling great, really happy, just good. I feel like we're in the, let's see here, it is July. 13th so we're actually posting this hopefully fingers crossed same day we record (laughs) it because we were supposed to record it this morning and we're trying to get that wednesday uh upload we're gonna have a nice cool episode coming up again on friday oh yeah i'm so excited yeah we're gonna have some guests on the podcast very special guests to this podcast oh boy (laughs) get ready for that but anyways yeah i'm feeling good got my coffee and uh ready to go i'm reading out of my again my my uh, hufflepuff version thank you uh i was thinking as we were doing the intro i'm like i'm really proud to be a puff you know let's go i feel like people should be proud of their houses or proud of whatever <clears throat> it is that they're 
into their thing, you know, their house, their, if they're, I don't know, a wand maker, if they're whatever you're into, I feel like you gotta be proud of it. Yes, true. And I'm actually really excited about or for the episode in, I think two weeks. I have to check again. Um, end of July, we'll have the episode about the houses when we talk about oh, the yeah, sorting yeah, hat yeah, and yeah. we'll have a special guest there too. Right. So that's going to oh, be yeah. interesting. And even today, we're going to talk a little bit about Hufflepuffs. We are? Yes, oh, we yeah. are. Are we? Okay, we cool. We are. Yeah. Oh, spoiler. It's a little surprise. I didn't know. <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah, I'm doing great though, sweetie. Um, how you doing? You doing okay? Yes, I'm learning something new. Um, I think I've shared this on this podcast. So I am into 3d art and Mm -hmm. it's not really something you would learn like you know one afternoon you just feel like oh i want to learn some a new skill and i just really get into it for four hours and then i can start making stuff right it's more like you have to be patient and there's so many things you can do um and i'm having fun with it so i really love learning it i love watching videos and getting into it and trying different things but when you learn a new skill sometimes um you just hit a wall you just, uh-huh. I don't know, you just, you just hit that, you lose a little bit of momentum because you feel like you're not getting anywhere. Or or you reach a point where you're like, wow, there's still so much to do. Yes, there's still know? so much I could learn. I still can't really, you know, yeah. move on my own, almost like a kid that learns how to walk. See, the, and... cool, the cool thing, though, is like you're, you're actually talking about something really interesting, awesome, super techie, whatever. But I hit that wall when I go to like clean my bedroom. You know, I get started and I'm like, God, there's so much left. (laughs) (laughs) I had all this momentum. I made the bed, you know. (laughs) So, no, I'm proud of you because you did. You pushed through that wall and you kind of really kept kept going. Yeah, that's the key. You just got to keep going. They all say it. You just got to push through that first. Because it'll probably happen again. Yes. Yeah. You first set out. You're super motivated. You are trying to do everything at once. You do it for a couple of days, a couple of weeks, and then it's like wow i still there's still so much left to do and yeah i haven't even mastered the other things i've already done i kind of know how to do it now but they all say it's a journey and you gotta be in it long term yeah. and just practice 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 yeah. just like any yeah. skill so which is what you're doing and i'm proud of you because you made some really cool stuff and you're kind of um learning a lot of different things different programs different stuff the research you're doing is really cool and I, it's like actually kind of exciting you know as a teacher this was last year too i was I had kids come in and they would always give them five minutes to kind of talk to chat what's going on. I think I've said this before, but they would pull out some stuff that was the coolest little bit of artwork or a little recording that they made of their music, their violin playing that they did for some audition or whatever. And you're like, wow, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just really, really, really cool. And they get because we always I think the easiest one is we see, you know, kids playing sports and we see their tryout. Then we see their performance on the field. And I go, that's that's awesome. And it is. We celebrate those kids. And I want to celebrate all sorts. of. I have I had a D (laughs) a dungeon master start to display last year like or, or show some of the hidden gems i guess in in the world he had created this this new story mm-hmm. and i was like wow the time that he took to put in that yeah. story and to develop the twist and the turns and the journey that he was creating just for his friends to experience <laughs> some fun D was 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 awesome so That's i guess i just cool. i say that to say like yeah we're all kind of everyone is 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 doing something working on something it could be even just you know i mean even just some people just are readers big time readers uh they want to read through a bunch of stuff or you want to teach your kids something or whatever uh it's just really cool to yes. kind of see those things i guess you know, to hear about them and celebrate them so. right and yeah everybody should be creative in some way and that yeah, have you should a creative outlet 
you shouldn't put a label on it like oh i need to be you know this yeah. good it's anything you create has value yeah it's um, cr- it's wild because we're all like in like, I, I, sometimes i i apologize guys because sometimes i feel like we get a little like like ridiculous <laughs> like okay guys like as i almost said like it's like life you know life is yeah. art or whatever my dad's out there playing golf with a broken toe you know <laughs> no, is that art no. i mean he there was some artwork out there so i that some to like a, a massive display of talent uh, out there on the course <laughs> the other day, but you know, I don't know. I'm just, I just want people to do their thing and be, be happy and all that good yeah. stuff. So, and I feel like whenever I try to grasp or imagine what's this magical power in their blood that the wizards and witches have, mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like it's cre- it has a lot to do with creativity. Even mm-hmm. though, oh, you you could say, okay, Voldemort has like tons of power, right? Yes. But I feel like you got to be somewhat creative to imagine what you want to do. Yeah. Before it's almost like I think they they talk about it when they learn how to apparate. It's so funny because last episode we talked about apparition. I don't know why we talk about apparition. Oh, because we wish we could. (laughs) Um, But I think they they tell you you need to like already imagine yourself in that space over there. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have a like a ring or a target where they yeah. want to go, right? And that's how I I feel like you you gotta be. You ha- that's I mean that's what we as muggles air quote muggles. Yes, watch what you call oh, me. We're, we're yeah. not muggles. We're, <laughs> excuse me, I I graduated from Boubaton. Whoa, I don't even know if that was uh, that was cool. <laughs> just kidding. Um, so but <clears throat> even you know muggles. They can do the same thing with imagine something and then bring it to life. You just yeah. need the tools. And hey, wizards, they happen to have this wand as a tool. And yeah, we have to create our own tools to do it. It's still the but power behind it. the thought behind it. All yeah. that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I get you. So sorry. How did we get here? <laughs> no idea. It's my fault. I let us down that, that oh, path. Super um, deep. Like yeah. the beginning Anyways. here. Ben. Hey, so let's move on to the next yes. uh, topic here. Let's just tell, we want to tell you guys that we appreciate you and we appreciate you guys who are checking out the um, Extendable Ear editions and who have left us a review and some folks who have, you know, signed up on Patreon and things like that. Okay. You guys are just wonderful. And we, yes. like, we like giving you that shout out at the top of the show. Please. So uh, <laughs> I just feel like you guys are great and we appreciate you. And we're going to have some guests on the show in the future. So we yeah. talked about our friends and then we're going to have, yeah, a few more folks, I think, uh, join us. I did see, let me see, I said I would do this, that we had, oh, from, yeah, from the Lotmans. So, a review. That's yeah. One, you know, I uh, love listening to you guys. As, so, we mentioned them last episode. Right. right. Yes. Okay. So, I have a, a fairly similar story. Also, like the neutral feel and flow of the conversation. Keep it up. So, I said we would give shout outs to people who left reviews. And there we go. There's one. Uh, we also have Love Shell Cottage Radio from Slumber Party Girl. Let's go. Cool. She sounds cool. That's a cool know. name. Like, that's, <laughs> it might be somebody we already know. That just, You know how like when you leave a review on something or maybe you're, it's, it's your like Apple ID or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a little different than than like your normal handle for like right. your social media yeah. or whatever. Uh, it's been kind of funny because I've like mentioned some uh, on other projects. I've mentioned like reviews with different names and you're like i don't know who that is mm-hmm. and then you find out that person comes forward later like yeah it's me and that's yeah. like an old username <laughs> that they had from like way back in the day yeah so apologies so. if that's someone we should know and we just don't recognize your name yeah <laughs> or but your handle shout out so appreciate everything they said there just you know um really feels like they are stopping in for a visit sitting around uh for coffee and a chat you know right so yeah so deep kind of uh, wizard conversations so thank you for that appreciate everybody who because it helps the podcast and it keeps you know kind of pushing us out there and things and we are actually excited to like really be more a part of the harry potter oh hi Harry Potter fandom. Oh. See how we, you know why I said fodder because I was going the word was fandom. That's where I was going to. <laughs> 
Mimble Wimble. Oh, yeah. Um, my gosh. No, but we are excited. I almost did it again to be a part of the Harry Potter fandom. And like we want to go, for example, let's see what's coming up. Oh, yeah. Um, Wizardly World of Kent is mm-hmm. coming up. And so we're excited for that. And actually, I think I, if it's okay, I'm not, I'm not sure if I'm reversing um, segments here or not, but I wanted to mention something in our Potter Watch segment. Sure, go ahead. Is yep, that okay? We're just going to have Potter Watch. Okay. There we go. Right now. Because we're flexible. Sick. By the way, clutch move on your part over there, because I'm guessing we were we had a different segment first, but I just jumped us to Potter Watch. Because, friends, we have coming up, we have, um, we're going to be at Wizardly World of Kent, which is going to be awesome. We're going to take the mics up there, uh, see some of our friends. Take Hopefully we robes. see, yep, take the robes. We're going to make <laughs> some videos, see other witches and wizards. It's going to be fun. And we're excited to go up there. But I wanted to mention, too, if you happen to be in, like, near Tampa, Florida, there's also oh. a place, uh, it's called Plant City. This is no joke. I had to look this okay, up. Okay, cool. Downtown Plant City will soon be transforming uh, for a celebration of the fictional character Harry Potter. Right? They're going to celebrate his birthday July 29th from 5 to 9 p.m. at McCall Park. Okay. And it's just like this beautiful downtown where they're going to do similar to what Kent does. And I started looking up more of these. There are prob- There's probably one of these in your area. There's probably a town... Uh, somewhere that does this. It seems to be a summer kind of festival thing where Etsy shops can show up and they have different vendors and they That's do trivia, cool. cosplay, all that kind of <laughs> stuff. Because Harry Potter doesn't really have, it's got LeakyCon. Um, and I, there's probably other conventions that I just don't know about. So if you guys know about those, like, let me know. Um, I just moved to the country, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I want to say, yeah, uh, And I feel like I should know more and I don't. But uh, I'm pumped for that. I think that's really cool and uh, happy to you know, be going to Kent. And then if you're in Florida, that might be something cool you can go check out. And if you know of more in your area, like let me know. Because in the future, I think we'd be down to, to go to different like cities, right? And just oh, yeah. Go, just we have time in the summer sometimes just to go. Festival hop. Yeah, go for, a, go for a drive or whatever. And I think it's a lot of fun. Uh, the other big thing that I guess, this is not really breaking news or anything. That, you know, the, the Hogwarts Legacy game is coming out this fall, mm-hmm. and we're all kind of excited. Did you know it was like the number one downloaded like thing on PlayStation's like YouTube page or whatever? So like the trailer. Really? Yeah, it was like the one of the number one watched things over there. And Let's go. Based, yeah. Based on that alone, they're like, Everyone's okay, excited. this has a, a large audience and a lot of people. <laughs> it caught a lot of people's attention. So I feel like they're still... It's it's gonna be awesome, and they what one of the things that kind of came out is some Reddit users found out the some of the interface, and they found a couple things in the gameplay footage that were actually you know sometimes it transitions between like a cinematic um ci- oh, can't talk today cinematic uh, sort of scene, and then also you were just playing the game, so they figured out some yeah. of the controls and different stuff. I'm not really super into that kind of That's stuff. I'm cool just like though. whenever the game comes out, like yeah. let's go. Uh, but they were saying it looks that from just sort of their analysis of it um, and comparing it to other game play they really like it and they think it's going to be really really good just so. to mention the computer game again uh harry potter and the sorcerer's yeah. or philosopher's yeah. stone because i mentioned every episode because i love it so much <laughs> but um that really like i am beyond excited mm-hmm. for this game because it will i hope it brings back that feeling of playing yeah yeah, yeah. the old pc game well i actually want to make because better i know lottie won't mention this herself but uh, at some point, she's a little gamer. I don't know if you guys know this, but Lottie is a little gamer, like hardcore, actually, um, <laughs> more than I really understood. <laughs> she could just play games 
all day long and be satisfied and happy and it's great and it's also why i think you like the 3d art and the like the video game world and like building out kind of like you know that that like a scene or something too which is which is really cool because some of the artwork in video games it's so beautiful it's legit yes yeah it's just so cool i was playing destiny last night by the way uh there's anybody out there who wants to play destiny on ps4 and you want my gamer tag it's literally womp rat underscore 2m and you want to challenge me to a little one-on-one let's go because <laughs> i'm down so just literally add me on playstation and we'll we'll go at it uh but but yeah so i because I, I love it when i'm in that world it's just so cool to see i don't know all of the you're on a different planet you're in a different yeah. space you're it's it's magical. So, anyways, I'm, I say all that because the video game's gonna be coming out. Yeah. Uh, Hogwarts Legacy, and you're probably gonna be streaming it. You're probably gonna be playing it, streaming it. What do you think? No, I'm. Like, yeah. Uh, right. Yeah, I don't know how yet, but that's I'm nice to me. <laughs> in faith, putting out there that yes. it's gonna happen. So this will be in the fall. Let's just say it's gonna happen. Let's just believe that. Okay. okay? Let's yeah. just put that. Yeah. Uh. So anyway. If you're sitting around and you want to kind of, you know, check in, we'll put links for that later and we'll let you know. But I just I just love because you do so many cool little things and you know so much about video games, like the cutesy video games and stuff and like Harry Potter that I'm just like, I don't know any of that stuff. And it always is very impressive to me. Yeah, don't 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 over uh, estimate me because <laughs> I don't know that much. Well, but I just, I just the, like of the play. games you play, you know, yeah. of the games you play, like you, yeah, yeah. you know a lot of them <laughs> and stuff. So uh, I just think it's cool because you just know more than I do. And so. Yeah, and I feel like I know a decent amount about video games, but... You do. But you know a lot, and so it's just kind of interesting. So I wanted to throw that out there for friends in case uh, you guys wanted to, you know, stream or hang out or, or do some stuff, you know, I don't think it'd be fun. The, the coolest thing, you know, back in the day, I used to have um, a little YouTube channel where we did stuff with Destiny. Really? Yes. So, um, well, actually, it wasn't really my YouTube channel. I just kind of participated in it. Okay. And I'm trying to even think what it was called at this point in time. And not, my face was never on it. My voice was never on it. My character in Destiny was on it. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> so, and I was just a part of their, you know, going on the raids and doing stuff. But it was awesome because we did tutorial runs. Mm-hmm. And um, the guy was over in England who did sort of like the readovers. Uh, it was really cool because like he would take you through to different boxes or to different caves and would show you how to get certain items and stuff. So oh, that's cool. Yeah, like the hidden gems, you know what I mean? So yeah. when Hogwarts Legacy comes out, I feel like there's going to be those things, you know, oh, codes yeah. and stuff like that. Kids love that kind of stuff. Yes. I love that kind of stuff. Me so. too. Uh, Even though just... I, do, I don't see, I don't necessarily play like Destiny. I play more like Pokemon, Zelda. Yeah. Mario, um, Animal Crossing. What else? What else? Po- uh, Pokemon, <laughs> Pokemon. 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 Did, did I mention that I play Pokemon? She'll mention about five more times. Like but I also every Pokemon game. love, um, I think I mentioned it last time. Yeah. Anyway, okay. love retro gaming now. Yeah, retro just, games. Just, yes. just old games when I was a kid and stuff. Well, yeah. Did long time ago. <laughs> long, long time ago. Like... <laughs> right uh did you know have you ever seen a, a speed run of a game yes. where people do mm-hmm. speed runs yeah. that's really cool. that's really cool yeah. those are fun those are really fun so anyways all right enough about games just want yeah. to kind of throw it out there mm-hmm. it's uh something coming out this fall i think we'll all be cozy you know just imagine the fall drinks that we're gonna have pumpkin spice you know yeah and getting ready for the holiday season and then yes. have some i'm so excited hogwarts legacy or something that'd be sick so honestly right. just last thing i'm gonna share here i'm just because we mentioned games and everything and cozy and we're a cozy podcast so i lately i'm obsessed with like cozy gaming setups and i'm like i'm gonna i'm gonna make myself one. Oh yeah because it's just 
it just to me is like the most i don't know beautiful thing if you have like a nice lighting and nice mm -hmm, clean mm -hmm. but yet decorated desk mm -hmm, and then yeah. some shelves and some items and some some people have like retro like old game boy colors displayed oh, there yeah. and i don't know, little um maybe you know what are, what are they called um funko pops or other but figures yeah, yeah. or books yeah uh, it's just so cool you can be so creative with it and, and it just looks so nice and well, it's gives cool. me peace <laughs> it, it does actually and you showed them to me and i was sort of like this is actually really nice and it gives you an instant like good feel yes. every time you swipe across <laughs> it on like uh you know shorts or tiktok mm -hmm. or whatever i'm always like god it's awesome you know so yeah it's great I'll be looking forward to that in the future all right friends what do we got next we got um trivia sweetie right, two ready. questions each episode and I'm, I, if Wait, you're wondering, questions? if you're wondering now why there's nothing in the dock, because I hid them from you, so you can't see them. Yeah, I was actually looking to make like a little like uh, you know note. Yeah, in the you dock can't. And I you find you it. cannot uh, look them up beforehand. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. First question today. Who was headmaster or hit? Okay. <laughs> uh huh. First question today. Who was headmaster or headmistress at Hogwarts when the Chamber of Secret Secrets? Wow. Okay, let me do one more time. <clears throat> Don't look it up. <laughs> I'm not. Okay. Who was headmaster or headmistress at Hogwarts when the Chamber of Secrets was opened for the first time? And I want full name. Uh, I know that guy. <laughs> You know him personally. It's the guy, yeah. Um, okay, so so you yes. know it's the headmaster. I know his last name, Dibble. Almost. Right? No, it's not Dibble. It's uh, it sounds like Double? that almost. Double. The D D I is is correct. Uh -huh. I can confirm Diddle? that. <laughs> is it Diddle? No. <laughs> <laughs> what is his name? The guy, Professor. You know the guy. Oh, I should um, put you on a timer. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, I feel like I know his. I just, I just, I can't think of his name. I know, I know his name. It starts with D I. Yes, it does. D. Not Daedalus. So no. I'm thinking Diggle now. Diggle. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to go it's there. It's very close, actually. So, um, do you have any clue what his? Dip it. Dip it. Yes. Daggone it. Dip it. <laughs> Just dip it in the sauce. Yeah. Arma Armando. Arma Armando. Armando dip it. it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's his name. I knew it. You know, Armando I knew it. There's too it. many. There's too much. Well, we're going to we're gonna get so good at trivia that we, I mean, oh, this every time really we learn something new and now we know it's Armando dip it. Dip it. Like dip it into... Mm -hmm the sauce yes just remember that we'll put that on a shirt for you guys <laughs> <laughs> professor dip it into the sauce <laughs> sorry, sorry 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 i have to do that kind of stuff to remember things you know that, it's actually really good mm -hmm. people can't like mind read uh, maybe they can't actually kind of believe that some people can but that they can't like look into my mind because especially when i'm trying to remember names or like students names and like just whatever the trivia might be like you think of something strange in your mind like yeah a, 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 like a to remember it to associate it with or whatever like which, an anchor something to, to yeah 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 it's weird 
but it helps. Almost like the technique where you put, if you want to remember a lot of things, yeah, you put them on parts of your body, like my shoulder, oh. my arm, my hand, my knee, and then like almost like my grocery list. Okay, apple, you go tap your shoulder. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Cheese, you tap your hip. Tomatoes, you tap your knee. Um, yeah, yeah. and then you do that like three times and once you go to the grocery store I bet you Sweet. you will remember it that didn't make any sense because uh, if I were going to memorize my grocery list and tap a part of my body I would say cheese <laughs> tummy apple tummy bacon <laughs> tummy <laughs> that's where they're going you know oh that <laughs> was such a dad joke I'm sorry <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm working on it I'm trying, I'm trying to get you know I love it. More um, of those. But, why did we get there? Okay, so that was the first question. We're yeah. learning. We're get, oh, by the way, if I were to associate uh, Professor Dippet with a part of my body, it would be my index finger and my thumb finger, where I would mm -hmm. grasp the cheese bread that I was going to dip into the sauce. Mm -hmm. So Dippet goes right here between my index uh, finger and my thumb. I know we just ate, but you make me hungry again. All <laughs> right. Can you go for some cheese bread and like mozzarella sticks? Good God. Oh, if we have some right now, I will yeah. just... You know. Ugh. Okay. okay. Uh, next question, and it has to do with food. Slughorn. Yes, I like him. Teaches his students that amortensia. Oh, huh. Okay. Smells different to each person. Okay. I don't know how. Yeah, amortensia. I don't, I don't know how to say it. Yeah. Yeah. Smells different to each person. What food does Harry smell? And I give you four categories or four options. possible options. Okay, thank God. <laughs> A, pumpkin juice. Mm -hmm. B, Mrs. Weasley's fudge. Mm -hmm. C, lemon drops. Or D, treacle tart. What? See, isn't it based upon like a good food? Is it a food that you like? I think so because... He also smells Ginny's perfume. Huh. And oh, Hermione yeah. smells, I don't know if that's a book thing, yeah, movieism movie thing. Yeah. with the fresh grass and some other stuff. Spearmint gum or whatever. Because Ron always Who chews knows? gum. I don't know. <laughs> uh, okay, so Harry, do you want to hear the options again? Well, it was uh, Weasley fudge, Mrs. Weasley's fudge, treacle tart, um... And then lemon drops. And what was the other one? Pumpkin juice. Pumpkin juice. I'm going to say it was... Yeah, lemon drops are just lemon drops. No. Dumbledore probably would have said lemon drops. Yeah, and I don't think... So <laughs> Mrs. Weasley's fudge, yeah, possibly. Trickle tart, possibly. Um, and then... What was the other one? I'm missing. I don't have it in front of me. Pumpkin juice. Pumpkin juice? What? I mean, how... We had four yeah. options. Right, fudge, did he have some fudge. significant memory with pumpkin juice i don't think so so i'm gonna go with mrs weasley's fudge nope darn it trickle tart trickle tart for son of reason. a gun i just want to go on record i narrowed that down to two all right yeah that was good i'm over two today gosh dang it yeah but still um i was Didn't wondering any house points did you know no sorry <laughs> we should actually start that we should maybe you have a question for me and i have a question for you and then we get points for hufflepuff and ravenclaw and mm. have a house cup at the end of, I don't know, the, the month? The book or something, yeah. Oh, the book, yeah. The yeah, book's good. That's yeah, good. Yeah, that's a cool idea. idea. Here we go. Because we're about to go to Hogwarts, <laughs> so maybe we start it when we get to Hogwarts. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a good idea. Diagon Alley next Brilliant. Year. That's a brill. Okay. Just a brill idea. By the way, I just wanted to mention, I did not know what trickle tart was, so do you know what that is? 
I'm guessing it's like caramel and mm-hmm. chocolate. It's um, so Google tells me that it's a sweet pastry consisting of buttery short crust base and a gooey filling made from treacle, oh. which is like golden syrup. My gosh. It's from the United Kingdom. This from remember how we, we were there and we got all those different shortbreads? Looks so good. In Scotland, yes. we had all the different like um, love it anything that was anything that was labeled shortbread. I don't understand. We were down. I don't know. We don't have that around here as yeah. much. Like, I, I you go to our bakeries. You, I'm sure people have recipes for it and can make mm-hmm. it, but I don't see it on the regular. Yeah. And every coffee shop or bakery had some sort of um, I don't know, like treat like that. Yes. So, the shortbread This crust. is cool, though. I didn't really see this there, though. You know, I didn't see a lot of... Or maybe I wasn't paying attention, but treacle tart looks cool. Yeah. We should make some. We could, I wonder if it's actually, because it's mentioned in the book, maybe it's in the um, Harry Potter is. cookbook. Yeah, we should try it. We'll have to look through there and, and make some. Let's Show you guys that. what's up. Because yeah. we people made uh, the rock cakes. <clears throat> remember, remember, remember we had yeah. people like tag us and say, That was awesome. We apologize. <laughs> you guys probably made them better than we did. Because I hope you made them like according to the recipe yeah because the stevia powder we used that made them really dry very <laughs> dry also yeah. lottie does not like to follow recipes so she's like a little sorry. potion maker <laughs> she's like oh i'm gonna try she's making pancakes this morning and she's like oh maybe we'll do a little like salamander uh slime in this one I'm what <laughs> Jeez. Just because I tried to use almond milk instead of water to make the pancakes. Sorry. It's all good. <laughs> I'm just teasing. Okay. Awesome. Alrighty, awesome, risky. awesome, awesome. Let's go. Oh, yeah. What? You rescue these creatures? Yes, that's right. Rescue, nurture, and protect them. I'm, I'm gently trying to educate my fellow wizards about them. Come on. Welcome to our weekly Magizoology lesson. And I'm going to have you say that word at some point because it's really hard. <laughs> I'll try right now. Uh, Magizoology. Not bad. Magizoology. Say that three times Magi? in a row. Magi. Magizoology. 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 Wow. Okay. That's impressive. That's good, right? Bill and Fleur Hopefully want to learn. Right. <laughs> sorry, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> if not, yeah, let us know. If, uh, if no, we're we... probably pronouncing it wrong. We're <laughs> like, mispronouncing swear it. to God, you guys have no idea. Bill and Fleur want to learn even more about magical creatures and fantastic beasts and share this knowledge with you guys so we can all appreciate them more. Nude would be proud of us. Mm. This week, we'll take a closer look at my favorite beast, Not. Mm-hmm. The Acromantula. Why? You, I know you're wondering, why are we talking about the Acromantula at the beginning of Philosopher's Stone? Well, because I just want to get it over with. <laughs> what the heck? The other thing, too, though, I feel like we've talked about spiders. Haven't we? Did we at one point ever do a thing on spiders or something? I know we haven't do the, the Acromantula. I know we haven't done that. But I just feel like we've mentioned it because we've talked about a co- the Costa Rica spider. And they've yeah. come up before. Maybe <laughs> it, was, it was Harry in his little cupboard and the spiders there. I think I think so, yeah. Yeah. Gosh, it's kind of... Um, yeah, Harry's definitely not afraid of them. Not as much as uh, Ron is. Yeah, neither's Hagrid. <laughs> yeah, and that's was, that was one reason why I chose them, because we're talking about Hagrid today, sure. and um, we're going to talk more about Hagrid in the um, extended, extendable well, ear edition. Yeah, you don't always have a magical creature 
uh, in a chapter that we can no, kind of talk right. about. So we're going to be bouncing all over the place. We're just kind of going through that book. It's just a yeah. little small segment of the show. And I like this because I never really know what you <laughs> picked out. And mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's, you are trying to get over your fear of spiders. I am actually, yeah. So um, I'm getting better. I mean, I feel like the experience in Costa Rica must have healed me somehow, but then not fully. Not yet. You know, in Australia, they have massive. I do know. I've been there. Massive. I, I'm spiders. very glad that I was only in the city and saw massive. some. Massive. They get inside. Mediocre. They get inside. I know. I don't want to think about it. Like, I'm talking like bigger than my hand. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just anyway. Sorry. All right. Let's, let's, uh, yeah, let's learn about the I old. I mean, uh, they're nothing compared to acromantulas, just to let you know. <clears throat> okay. Um, their classification is, of course, five axes, which is known wizard killer, um, or impossible to train or domesticate. Uh, and fun fact in the Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them book, um, it's like a version that used to be Harry's, um, school oh, book. school book, so he's got right? notes in it, right? And there's some notes, and he added, like... A couple more X's. Oh, I see. To, 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 to the class, class kind of make sure. Yeah. People, yeah. Let's just remember this one's. Yeah. Yeah. Dangerous. Okay. All right. <laughs> so the yeah. acromantula is a monstrous eight-eyed spider capable of human speech. It originated in Borneo, where it inhabits dense jungle. Its distinctive features include the thick black hair that covers its body. Ugh. Um, its leg span, which may reach up to 15 feet. Mm-hmm. And I believe for um, all my fellow metric users, I... 15 feet. I think that was like... Oh, maybe I did not write it down. I'm so sorry. I, I got you right I'd here. 15 feet would be 4.5 meters. Yeah. <laughs> that. There you go. <laughs> um yeah, that's the leg span, which would be uh, four four point five meters. Mm-hmm. You said uh, it has pincers, which produce a distinctive clicking sound when the acromantula is excited or angry, and a poisonous secretion. The acromantula is carnivorous and prefers large prey. It spins dome-shaped webs upon the ground. The female is bigger than the male and may lay up to one hundred eggs at a time, soft and white. These are as large as beach balls. <laughs> the young hatch in six to eight weeks, so pretty fast. Acromantula eggs are defined as class class A non-tradable goods by the Department of the Regulation and Control of Magical Creatures, meaning that severe penalties are attached to their importation or sale. And I was wondering if... Because then I, I was wondering if Slughorn, didn't he, like, smuggle something out of there? But it, I think it was the it was venom. Like fang the venom, venom yeah. or something. Yeah. Still, yeah, well, I don't feel market, like though. that would be something you're, you're allowed to trade. <laughs> no, I think he even says... In the, uh, I just remember mm-hmm. the film where he's just sort of like, yeah, he's like, these these go for you know, yeah. top dollar. Mm-hmm. It's like, would he mind? No, he's good. <laughs> yeah. So, um, actually, which is interesting... Uh, Newt says in its in his book that they are not natural, if you will, but mm. that this beast is believed to be wizard bred. So, like, I mean, Whoa. probably from spiders and Ooh. something else, or just added some magic. But um, some dark wizard stuff, right? And, and it's possibly intended to guard wizard dwellings or treasure. 
as is uh, often the case with magically created monsters. Huh. And there's a footnote that says beasts capable of human speech are rarely self-taught. An exception is the Jarvie. The ban on experimental breeding did not come into effect until this century, long after the first recorded sighting of an acromantula in 1794. Hmm. Okay. So I guess like that does not include... We had this whole discussion about um, people and centaurs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That probably does not include them because mm-hmm. they were, they're not really beasts, but they didn't want to be beings either because they were mad at the wizards. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that we, we discussed that in an earlier uh, episode. Um, hmm. So despite its near human sorry, near human intelligence, the acromantula is untrainable and highly dangerous to wizard and muggle alike. Rumors that a colony of acromantula has been established in Scotland are unconfirmed. Harry crossed that out and said, confirmed by Harry Potter and Ron Weasley. Wow. (laughs) So, Uh. um, the acromantula, a huge spider-like creature, um... And we all know it from the Chamber of Secrets uh, and that Hagrid actually, because we're talking about Hagrid this chapter, um, that he had a friend. I wouldn't, I wanted to say he didn't breed them or anything. No, Aragog yeah, yeah. was just his friend. And it's yeah. not really known where he got Aragog from when he was in third grade at Didn't he see like a distant, tra- he came in a distant traveler's pocket or something when he was little. Or is that, is oh, it, is I is thought is that was Norbert. No. Hmm. Uh, cause if, I don't know. Yeah, I will have to look that up because I, I think he... But it, yeah, we don't know. It, it was still, even even in that situation, we it's, wouldn't know who that person is. Right, right. Um, yeah, because Aragog speaks and talks to us and is telling... That's, that's in the movie anyway. That's like maybe probably a movieism. Yeah. Uh, where he's talking about kind of... Unless I'm wrong there. But yeah, traveling in a pocket... Of a distant stranger or whatever from a distant land or something, right? Yeah, I mean, they're they're more like um, they live in the jungle usually, right? So probably someone just brought them over to trade illegally. Yeah, and here it is. I um, So the quote, uh, I came from a distant land. A traveler gave me to Hagrid when I was an egg. Oh, uh, yeah. Aragog himself said that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. okay. Oh, cool. Yep. Thanks for so. clearing that up. Yep, he was originally, that. originally brought as an egg in a distant land, mm-hmm. um, came to Great Britain in the pocket of a traveler. Somehow the egg came into possession of Rubius Hagrid, who at the time was a student at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. Yep. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just kind of interesting. Also, the uh, etymology on this, I like looking this up because I teach a little bit about, um, teach some etymology at school. Mm-hmm. Uh, acro, meaning peak or high, right? Okay. Like, like basically like high... Um, like being being the highest or whatever. Yeah. Okay. And then the mantula, <laughs> which would be tarantula in English, yeah. right? So. Okay. Acro so that, yeah. Tarantula, acro <laughs> mantula. Yeah. Makes sense. Interesting is also that most like actual like or or non magical spiders, um, they're not social. They just live on their own, right? Mm-hmm. Acromantulas, they live in a large colony and did you know that uh aragog aragog (laughs) 
Aragorn. Aragorn, look Aragorn. out, he's back. Aragorn had a wife. <laughs> no, Aragog had a wife. Yeah. Mozak? Mozak? Yeah. Did you know that? Yes, I did. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I wish you would ask that, that trivia question. Where did that come up at some point? I can't remember when it came up, but uh, um, it might have been even back when I was on Swish and Flick. Okay. Uh, I did I did a few episodes over there, and I think I talked about that on you that. You did? Yeah, I think I did, or, or it was being discussed at the time. And, yeah, maybe. But uh, Or I've made the joke. Yeah. Did you know this, this guy had a wife? <laughs> I know. What? And they lead the colony. Again, he has, like all, the he oldest has, yeah, he has all these children. Yeah. yeah. For sure. So, um, did you know that during the third task of the Triwizard Tournament, um, an acromantula was positioned close to the to the cup? I did not know that. Did our guy? So someone had to kill it. I was wondering, cause the other part that I didn't know was or forgot maybe was that in the Battle of Hogwarts. Uh huh. The Forbidden Forest Colony participated in the battle, right? So, mm -hmm. and um, Hagrid, he was captured by the Death Eaters um, after he was lost among the swarm in his efforts to protect Aragog's offspring. Wow. He was there to protect the spiders, the acromantulas. Um, and that makes me wonder, for the Triwizard Cup... Uh, tournament they used an acromantula and they possibly yeah, killed didn't, it didn't run that by hagrid no <laughs> probably didn't uh talk to him first or um yeah it was from a different maybe colony. that was a different colony yeah. yeah had to be wow just fun facts about acromantulas okay question right. of the question though uh -huh. would you want to have or should i should say not just have some beasts you don't possess or you're not the owner. But For sure. Do, uh, would you want to have or bef befriend an acromantula? Hmm. Tricky question because if I ever got in a situation where they decided to come like attack our town, I would want to be the Hagrid in that situation where they're like, you know what? <laughs> that guy was friendly to us. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, just let them have their space and, and work in nature as, the, as they will. Um Keep them away from our towns. And yeah, they don't want to be in our towns necessarily. So yeah, I think I feel like I would be a friend. I would be a friend. Okay. But I would not. You would not seek out to befriend them. No. Just no. if they would be around, you would try to be a friend. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's about it. Okay. Yeah, I would just want to stay away from them. Right. As it's, far as I yeah. can. But see, that's what I, that's my role here, right? When we were there, spiders in the house. I remove them from the house. Okay? Yeah, you're the best. And Thank you. I speak to them. I take care of them. I say, guys, look, sorry. It's just, it's our house, you know? There's yeah. a tree right out there. You can go. Right. I you sometimes wonder, what are you waiting for? There's no, like, no bug coming by to, to land in your net and yeah. that you can eat. Like, what right. are you doing here? We don't really have a lot of, like, flying. If anyone, like, knows more about spiders, why they do that, please let me know. Uh, why here? Anyway. All right, friends. Well. That was our, our little magi-zoology mm -hmm. magi lesson. Let's go. Let's go. Let's dive into the chapter. Okay. This is the main part. Here we go. This is our yep. summary of chapter four, The Keeper of the Keys. Would you like me to read it? I would love to hear your voice. Oh. Read okay. out my little summary. This is a great summary. I, I do. Uh, you do a great job on these. So, uh, a giant. Wow. 
almost said spider. <laughs> uh, a giant surprise <laughs> is. Can you imagine? I mean, you know what I'm saying? A like, giant spider is waiting. I was like, That's a surprise because I was like, that is a surprise to me. Anyway, a giant surprise is waiting outside the door of the hut on the rock. Rubius Hagrid, keeper of the grounds and keys at Hogwarts, doesn't bother to wait for the Dursleys to invite him in and instead demolishes the door to come to Harry's rescue. He knows Harry has not been getting his Hogwarts acceptance letters, so he came to hand deliver it to the young wizard himself. Vernon tries to stop the half-giant and threatens him with a rifle, which Hagrid just laughs at. The gamekeeper folds up the gun like a balloon twister at a fair and just tosses it in the corner of the room. Finally, Hagrid gets to speak to the amazed Harry and hand him his letter. In horror, he also finds out that... <laughs> I cannot... We will come back to that I'm in just so a second. Sorry. <laughs> just like, thank God, thank God, you guys cannot see the visual in this episode. <laughs> I unfortunately can't. That's why I'm laughing because Lottie, language barriers. Okay, language <laughs> bar- barriers. Okay, why? All right. why? Um, I'm so sorry. I'm gonna bury. <laughs> I'm gonna bury my head in the book. And we talked look, about this last night, which not is look I'm, at you, which is why I'm laughing, and I, I I can't even move on when you do that kind of stuff. I'm sorry, just. Okay. All right, here we go. So, in horror, he also finds out that Harry knows basically nothing about his own abilities, his parents, (laughs) or the Triwizarding World. (laughs) It's like, it's like, oh my god. All right, all right, all right, all right, we're good. I'm I'm the worst. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. You are literally that, that student or that that friend in class that like I'm in trouble because I'm laughing out loud, and you are the one silently laughing. You're keeping it in. It's really. I'm gonna keep my mouth away from the microphone All for right. a second and not look at you. Okay. That's fine. <clears throat> Um, it dawns on Hagrid that he is the one who has to tell him all about his parents' death, and it makes him furious towards Harry's aunt and uncle that they've never bothered to tell him the truth. The Dursleys seem to feel no shame or guilt at all. After Vernon fails to shut up Hagrid, Petunia goes on a rant and talks about her over the years built up feelings towards her little freak sister and her weirdo of a husband. Her blurting out that Lily and James got themselves blown up rather than dying in a car crash leads to Hagrid nervously telling Harry what exactly happened the night his parents were murdered by the Dark Lord. He feels... Are you laughing at that? He's the Dark Lord. What's wrong with you? I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm I think we're worst. switching role. I think you're I'm editing the, the episode now. Yeah, I am. It's okay. I'm just kidding. He feels sad and extremely sorry for James, Lily, and Harry, who became an orphan that night, just like himself. They're... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. Um, all right. There we get a first glimpse of his big heart and empathy and also his loyalty because Hagrid finally loses his temper when Vernon makes a last attempt to prevent Harry from going to Hogwarts and dares to call Albus Dumbledore a crackpot old fool. In revenge, he promptly gives Dudley a pig's tail. Eventually, the Dursleys give up in panic and shock and retreat to the other room. Harry and Hagrid decide to get a few hours to sleep in before they start their journey to Diagon Alley the next morning, although I don't think I could have slept that night if I was Harry. <sighs> wow. Wow. The land of a thousand edits. The summary that we do. Good God. What if you just leave it in unedited? <laughs> I could. I could. I could. I could do that. And maybe People we will. People get annoyed. You would probably get annoyed. Oh, my gosh. My, my throat hurts. I, from... I do a lot of short videos where I read a summary or I read like a thing 
And I just can never do it when Lottie's sitting across from me because if I mess up or I say things like I said earlier, like the uh, Harry Fodder fandom, you know, like I, I get tongue twisted, mimble wimble, and it just happens. And so then she starts laughing and we can't stop. I'm so sorry. My, my throat is sore because I tried to stop myself from laughing and that hurts now. Yeah, it's wild. I bet your book is literally Please. just uh, ruined because you were she had her face in her book. Just uh. All right, anyway, there is your there's your summary. Thank you so much, sweetie. I appreciate you. Hey, I appreciate you too. So, let's kind of dive in. I, I'm going to talk through um, the first half of this, and we've actually kind of decided just to take away do some bigger takeaways, you know, mm-hmm. from the different halves of the chapter. So I'll do kind of my takeaways, and then uh, get some commentary from Lottie, and then we'll flip. You know, mm-hmm. how's it sound? Good. All right. Yes. Let's go. Uh, all right, friends. So, yeah, I guess one of my first things was, did he mean to knock that door down? And he did, right? I mean, in your summary, you kind of said that, like, he just, bo- I mean, all he had to do, I mean, boom, there's the knock, right? They knocked again. Mm-hmm. Dudley jerks awake. Did he actually mean to knock it off, or is that just Hagrid? Is that just, he's just massive. Actually, just- we're going to talk about that in the Extendable oh. Ear Edition. About Hagrid's superhuman th- strength, and really? he that he has to control himself a lot. Wow! Okay. Because he's so strong and um, half giant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Half giant, yeah. Half giant. So I think he. Well, I think he just maybe meant to knock harder because no one was answering, and then by accident, the right. door was not really um, resistant anyway. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. A, he just knocks it off the hinges yeah. on accident. That's what I was thinking is that mm-hmm. he really didn't mean to do it uh, and just sort of knocked it out. Because he comes in and his first thing is, is uh, Oi, wouldn't mind a bit of tea, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that's my terrible British accent. Uh, couldn't make us a cup of tea, could you, right? It's, been, it's not been an easy journey. And he's met with an armed Uncle Vernon. And mm-hmm. this package that he has, right, he has that long package that we find out, oh, it's a gun. Kind of reminded me of like the broom. In the, in the movies, how the broom is like, it's wrapped, but really we all know it's a broom type yeah. of thing. Yeah. This, at least, I mean, we didn't know, you know, when you're first reading this, you don't really realize that that's right. a gun. He's yeah. brandishing a rifle here. Right. So, and as you said in the summary, uh, again, that's just, I mean, his strength is insane. He doesn't mm-hmm. need magic, right? I mean, just able to like, just turn that um, rifle into a little, you know, yeah. knot and toss right. it in the corner. No, so. Yeah, that's definitely like magical strength if you want. Yeah. Uh, also though, you know, they talk about giants later on in the series and how spells kind of bounce off of them. And sometimes spells right. don't really work as much on Hagrid. Mm-hmm. That's another interesting thing, too, which yeah. I'm, I'm so worried. I guess we're going to talk about that in our mm-hmm. extendable ear edition. But I just think that's kind of fascinating to think about. This is the guy to send. It's also probably why Dumbledore like trust him so much. To, oh, yeah. To yeah. Later him. on in, I think, when they get their school equipment in the um, sixth book. Mm hmm. They are sent, Hagrid is sent to, to kind of, um, oh, oh my gosh. Uh, company, a company. Okay. <clears throat> Hagrid is kind of sent to accompany Harry, especially Harry, but also Hermione and Ron. They just, to not, you know, because uh, even Diagon Alley is a dangerous place and people are careful and Hagrid is sent to protect them. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So. Yeah. I, I would trust him uh, for sure with the protection of, you know, like someone important to me, I guess. Mm-hmm. So anyway. All right. So Hagrid's the guy that's that's sent and 
this is kind of an awesome scene. I mean, they, they do a really good job of this in the in the movie. I, th- I feel like uh, mm-hmm. it kind of it kind of goes down in a very similar fashion. But I I feel like it's just the think of a situation where you did like you didn't know something, some monumental secret that's been kept from you by people who were like in your life, in you know close to you, near you, and you find out from another person. They were never gonna tell, right? Petunia no. and Vernon no. were never gonna say anything about yeah. it. And this is probably the worst chapter, I think, for them because before you can kind of be like, okay, whatever. But like now the, I guess the veil of deception is down and they just, they're kind of um, really revealed. Yes. Like I, like in, in, in terms of how awful they are mm-hmm. and what Vernon says, and I think this is maybe even in your part later, but uh, just how, how nasty he is about yeah. like Harry's mom and dad. Yes. And it's just sort of, that part's a bit disgusting. And some so. build up feelings. Yeah. Just weird. In Mrs. Dursley. Right. Yeah. Right. So anyway, because c- to me, it's like this whole uh, Hagrid comes into this not realizing what he's getting into. He's, he's coming in thinking he's just delivering a letter. Uh, the Dursleys are being difficult. He's going to have to whatever. But the most difficult thing here, it's not confronting Uncle Vernon or taking him off to Diagon Alley. It's that it's the emotional impact of having to convey all the stuff that Harry doesn't know. Yeah. He doesn't expect this. He doesn't think this is going to happen. Right. So, yeah. I thought it was interesting, too. The He has a cake. So he makes him a cake, right? He's mm-hmm. so thoughtful. That's I mean, so Hagrid's cute. always like yeah. thinking ahead. He'll think again, he'll, uh, again in Diagon Alley. Uh, I think he feels he really did love his mom and dad, right? Mm-hmm. And he, I guess, just in, he, he talks about them in such, holds them in such high regard. Yeah. Uh, later on time. in the chapter, right? Yeah. All the time. Yeah. And it would be kind of interesting to get more backstory on their relationship, you know, and how yeah, they actually, treated mm-hmm. him and stuff. I was wondering. How so? Because Hagrid was a gamekeeper when they were at Hogwarts. You said that. Oh, really? He must have been because mm-hmm. when he was once he was expelled in his third year. Since then, he's been like a you know he first he was just a almost like an apprentice, <laughs> um, and he learned how to be gamekeeper, keeper of the keys, sure, do all that stuff, and then he took over. So he must have been at Hogwarts when. When Lily and James were there. So I wonder if they, you know, had a special relationship somehow with him and visited yeah, him too. I, I guess I just mean that would have been, yeah, that would have been kind of cool to know more about um, their their relationship and where he kind of stood in yeah. terms of, of them. So we know he's close to Dumbledore and that's really what matters. And they're close to Dumbledore. So again, yeah. they're all kind of, um, he's sort of the, the piece, I guess, that everyone is attached to, you know? Right. And uh, they were all in the order. So yeah. Worked together there. Yep. Yeah. So... So, because it's just cool, because he does. He, he's like saying he hasn't seen him since he was a boy, and all this kind of stuff. And he has his mother's eyes, and all those really cool things happen. And that's something that's never been said to Harry. He doesn't know. Yeah. There's not even any pictures of no. his parents. He or, doesn't even know. Yeah, what they look like, really. Right. So it's just it's it's just kind of a it's like a bittersweet thing, right? Because it's yeah. sweet because we're getting to learn more about it, and Harry's learning these things. But then he has this. He's overcome with emotions later on and stuff. And it's also his birthday, and he's getting mm-hmm. this weird letter. Uh, so yeah, I just feel like it's really interesting. Now the one thing about the, the cake. So something that the author does, that's really well done is the use of color, color, magical mm-hmm. numbers and, uh, different, I guess even, even wordplay around certain characters and the way that they're, I get like the connotation of words that she chooses around different characters help really bring those characters to life. But anyways, like the cake, I just thought was interesting. She uses the color green a lot. And she's actually mm-hmm. used the color green quite a bit up until this point. Yeah. And then Harry thinks about uh, 
the color green later on, yeah. which I think is going to be uh, in the second part of this chapter. But like the icing on the cake was green. I just want to throw it out there. You yeah. know, is that a good thing? <laughs> no, I think it's just a coincidence. But it's just <laughs> yeah. one of those things that like she, there's yeah. You why can, you can now imagine blue. the cake? Yeah, with yeah. with with the color colored icing and i mean that's that's really neat like you have to do extra work to either buy coloring food coloring or like you know go the extra mile to do that icing yeah for sure but you think about the the movie and that we've what we've all seen what we love or or, you know whatever when you're going through during doing the research in the books like why are the movies so good because the icing is green yeah on the cake yeah you know what i mean uh that's it's that attention to details the the his his big overcoat with all the pockets yeah. and everything in it and, and the fact that yeah. they just really stick really close to, I guess, a lot of the um, – because I feel like J.K. Rowling had a, a good visual. It was yeah. very good – like visually represented what was going on in the story through words. Like gives yeah. you a lot of good words that you can kind of feel out or see the right. story in your mind, you know? so And they really, like you said, pay attention to the props and, and how room looks like, like the common room. If you mm-hmm. just stop a scene and look around, there's so much to see and they really, you know, want you to feel like it's it's that it's filled with either magical items or just cozy stuff or mm-hmm. wherever you yeah. are, they pay attention to detail. Right. Yeah. So it's awesome. So anyways, he gets the cake out, gives it to him and and all is well there. Um something else. Just really his his uh back and forth with Vernon. So as he's kind of telling him this story vernon tries to interject from time to time and mm-hmm. hagrid's just really dismissive of it yeah um and again is, is sort of overwhelmed with this idea that you you don't you don't know right right uh let's see and he he's i guess i truly haven't introduced myself hagrid said keeper of keys and grounds at, at hogwarts so i wanted to ask you too keeper of keys and grounds at hogwarts what does that mean that always threw me off like what is the keeper of keys? You know, like, because I was, w- w- why that title? I was wondering because keeper of keys. to me, yeah. um, really just means Filch, groundskeeper. Filch would be like the one who has the keys and everything. You know, if you yeah, if you talk if you talk about like a um, janitor or something, someone who who does all that, I would think of, where would you go to get the keys from? I would go to Filch first. So um, I did some. I think he does. Like you said, he is keeper of the grounds, and if someone wants to come into Hogwarts, I don't know where you, where where you would knock or contact Hagrid to do that, but he would let them in. To and the he ground. also yeah. he closes the I think the castle at night. But mm-hmm. does he? Don't they sometimes leave the castle? Well, at it night? looks like it looks like Filch <laughs> is is the, again the the caretaker of Hogwarts, yeah. the, the school itself, and then right. uh, Hagrid's responsible for the grounds and everything around it and stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so, but I guess yeah, keys in terms of like the key into the ground, like into through kind of the gate and yeah. stuff, right? So. I always wondered if she had other plans for him when she made up that title, because later it's never really mentioned again. Mm. Yeah. You know, not sure. That's interesting. Uh, anyways, yeah. So he says, "Go on again." So the giant took a. Oh yeah. By the way, I wanted to mention mm-hmm. he when he first gets in here, he keeps asking for that cup of tea. Yeah. No one ever gets it for him, so he just gets out his own, his own teapot, and his own sausages. And uh, what else does he have? He, and a bottle of some amber liquid. Yeah. That he took a swig from before starting to make tea. What was that? Right. He's got chip <laughs> mugs. Um. Yeah, he's got the sausages, he's got the amber liquid. 
Hmm. And yeah, <laughs> later on when he goes to Diagon Alley, he's he's not. Um, it's on Hogwarts business. Mm-hmm. He's right? declining a, a drink. Drink, yeah. Yeah, but he's having having some tea and amber liquid and uh, mm-hmm. some sausages here. By the way, have you ever just had? I mean, Lottie knows I've had these, but I sometimes just like a good sausage, just sausage by itself. <laughs> I don't need anything else with it. It just tastes fine. I'm good. And especially, you know I mean? imagine you're hairy. You haven't eaten in days, probably. Oh my gosh, He's yeah. hungry. And then, can you... Because Harry, I think Harry says somewhere, or or it says, like, it was the best thing he've ever had or something. Yeah, yeah. And and it's like the feeling when you eat something after, you know, like you, you really went through a period where you're hungry and you're even... So you're hungry and then it's already to a point where you're really hungry and then you still have to make that food and you... You're already anticipating this, oh, yeah. you know, the he, food, and it tastes so good. So good. He, he like he was so hungry. Yeah. Um. He had never tasted anything so wonderful. <laughs> right. It's and actually it's it's one of those things where sometimes the food is not even it might not be that special or that great, but you're in a moment where as as Lottie was saying, like it just you'll remember it. Like he'll mm. remember those those sausages yeah. for the rest of his life. The time when he was he was out there and they didn't have anything. They had an old yeah. bag of chips or something beforehand and. And then uh, this giant shows up with his letter, yes. and he has like this these delicious yeah. sausages, and he's got birthday cake there. Um, I mean, this is a complete change of, like you said, the scene and the feeling for Harry. Someone walks in, he looks scary, but he is nice to Harry so and mean to, to the him. Dursleys. Yeah, first time in his life where that's happening, and he knows his parents. He brings food. He makes a fire in that little hut that's probably freezing cold at night. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's that's why the the sausages taste good, but also the, the entire surrounding, the, the entire feeling, ambience, oh, yeah. is, adds to the good taste, I would say. Well, and the other thing, too, is like as he's making these sausages, so it's almost too bad we didn't have, we didn't have the sausage sizzling and the, <sighs> and the skillet uh, sound effect for you guys, but it's okay. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, but th- that's super quiet. No one yeah. else is like talking and you can just hear him getting the tea kettle out. You can hear him kind of the, the fire is crackling or whatever. And he's just, he just sits there for a while and just sort of makes his own like food and stuff. And Harry's just sitting there kind of staring at him, I guess, in amazement or whatever. <laughs> so, so yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so it's really cool. And he could, he kind of goes on to say, that um again harry's like i still don't know who you are right i really don't know he's like just call me hagrid right uh keeper of keys at hogwarts you'll know all about hogwarts so he emphasizes mm-hmm. hogwarts is something you should know and harry's like i got no idea sorry no. he says yeah. sorry and he's like sorry don't and it's almost like don't be sorry you don't know that like, are you kidding me he turns on dirt on uh, vernon and sort of goes off so in the letter you know you find out that dumbledore was was meant for Harry to for at some point for Petunia or for Vernon to like kind of um, I guess uh, you y- you know like tell him more about his past and not tell him yeah. about a car crash. I mean that's the other thing is yeah you, you bring up this car crash situation and and it's just there's so much he doesn't know that it's um it's awful. I was gonna and, ask you yeah if so Hagrid is obviously shocked that Harry doesn't know any of that. Mm-hmm. Do you think Dumbledore knew or had a notion that they might not tell him, might not have told him? Yeah, I do. 
and, and still send Hagrid and not didn't tell him. Yeah, it's weird. You know, mm-hmm. Dumbledore is the type of guy who does that sort of thing where it's almost like this. The 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 greater thing there is to protect Harry and for him to feel right. protected, um, or for that enchantment to work. Mm-hmm. And so it's like even though they probably aren't going to talk to him about his parents and he won't know anything about it, he's like it's better. He's better off. Yeah. He's, he's better off like growing up, sort of um, coming from humble beginnings or whatever, and then he's going to get all sorts of attention when he goes to Diagon Alley at the school and everything, and he can kind of you know deal with that as he goes. Right. Although I mean, his whole life could have been different. He could have been. It's so weird because had Petunia have known really how significant he was and her sister and everything else in that world, like yeah, she, they, they, there could have been a total different role, right? She could have been the aunt that was taking him into Diagon Alley mm. and like, you know, kind of as her nephew, she could have been proud of him. Yeah. She could have been all these different things, but instead it was really selfish and, and self-centered on just her. And then because even even Dudley, like like if he was raised to have more respect or understanding uh, uh, just of his cut like they sort of instill that and teach that to him yeah and it could have been totally different you know uh yeah so you're right i don't know the whole thing's yeah it's sad but but anyways you guys know so i mean he doesn't even know his 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 parents were famous he doesn't know why he's famous he doesn't know any of this so vernon's trying to like he's like forbidding him to to say anything yeah which tells you he had no intention he's like stop i forbid you right we swore right. when we took him in that we weren't going to, you know, um, we weren't going to go down this route. And Hagrid, I love his insults. He comes back with, go boil your heads, both of you, right? He's like, not having any of it. So, uh, and then he tells him the, 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 uh, the famous line, right? You're a wizard. Tells him he's a wizard. And he's like, oh, what? <laughs> a wizard, of course. It's so exciting. Yeah. I imagine you're a kid and you're being told like by an adult, yeah, you're, you're a wizard. Well, and the neat thing is, too, is you can kind of see in Harry's mind, uh, thinking back, all the weird things that happened, which is going to come up here in a second, too, just the idea that anything weird ever happened that you couldn't explain. And, like, mm-hmm. as you go through all these different different stuff. And then Petunia, like, of course, affirms it and says, yeah. how could you not right. be? And, yeah. and then you're like, wait a second. That's somebody who I yeah. I, I, I would never ex- – they don't talk. Right. They don't mess around with this kind no. of stuff. Like, even when he's in Diagon Alley later, he says, like – or when he wakes up the next day, he wonders if it's all a dream. But – the Dursleys aren't into like this is not something that he thinks maybe they're playing a joke on him. Right. But he's like, nah, that's not in their wheelhouse. That's not what the Dursleys do. They don't have any sense. They don't of have humor. fun. Yeah. No, uh-uh. no, that's not their thing. So, <laughs> yeah. But um, so yeah, that's really kind of it. Uh, at some point, there's a there's a point where um, we we drive to finally. Here's your letter. Right. right. Uh, it's about time that you read your letter. And we did a nice extendable ear edition before this episode mm-hmm. about the letter and kind of breaking down um, all of it. And then, you know, the idea of how awesome it would be to get a letter. And so here it is. You want to read the letter or what do you want to do? Um, yeah. Do you just do, do you want to read the letter? Yeah. yeah just yeah. Okay. Just kind of so uh, Hogwarts School uh, School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. Uh, so it's titled with uh, Headmaster Albus Dumbledore. But again, it is going to be signed by Minerva McGonagall. Mm-hmm deputy headmistress so dear mr potter we are pleased to inform you that you have a place at hogwarts school of witchcraft and wizardry please find and close a list of all necessary books and equipment uh term begins on uh september 1st we await your owl by no later than july 31st yours sincerely minerva mcgonagall 
So awesome. They were waiting for his, his reply. Uh-huh. He that wasn't getting same his day. letter that same day. <laughs> and so we're going to get that reply here in just a second. But I love it. I love the opening to this this whole chapter with this back and forth with Vernon, the reveal of his story. And it's got to be shocking and overwhelming to Harry. Oh, yeah. Um, I read now cool little um, Easter egg, if you want. Not really Easter egg, mm-hmm. but like a cool little detail that now I see with other eyes. Uh, when they introduce Headmaster and then all his titles, right? One of them, Supreme Mugwump. Yeah. I'm like, that's cool because I remember we watched Fantastic Beasts, um, the last movie, and I was like, oh, why did that never come up? Like, you know, why was that never a thing that I've heard of mm-hmm. that they yeah. have this international confederation? Confederation, of right? Yeah. And you told me, yeah, they do. They do. Like, it's mentioned in the books. Yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah. And here we have it. There it is. In the first book, written in what, 1990-something? Well, the weird thing is, think about that, is that she had already the International Confederation of Wizards figured out, and then also, like, the the, um, British, sort of, like, the Ministry of Magic, right? I mean, that's a separate thing, and that that Fudge is mentioned in this as well, in this very same book. So it's not like she figured all that out later. It's like, no, she kind of understood the, going into it, the the world building here, right? All of the different actions or the system that was set up behind the wizarding world mm-hmm. what was their purpose all that stuff and then what is maybe she didn't have entirely figured out all of the international con- confederation of wizards or whatever but she along the way it w- that will kind of um work itself out but it's all sort of set up and it's there's there's i guess doors and avenues that she can uh use right yeah so, it's really cool it is yeah um one little thing before we move on yeah we're switching gears yeah uh when so cool when I, I mean so cool and i don't know are we open for a new theory that vernon dursley might be some kind of wizard or a squib or what's going on here yeah i missed that part so what was that <laughs> that was um what did he say what did he say it's when uh like you know hagrid finds out harry he, he knows nothing and he's like about you know your world and my world and your parents world and harry's like what world? <laughs> and Hagrid looked as if he was about to explode. And he's like, Dursley. He boomed. <laughs> and then Uncle Vernon, gone very pale, whispered something that sounded like Mimble Wimble. Uh-huh. And I was like, wait a second. Right. Why? Because Mimble Wimble is the tongue tying curse. Which has been happening to us for like the past 10 episodes. Yeah. <laughs> but still, yes. Mimble but he, wimble. sorry, but he's trying to basically shut Hagrid up. He's basically trying to stop him from telling Hagrid. Wow. Here we go. Tongue tied. That's your Mimble Wimble. <laughs> um, and he whispers Mimble Wimble. Yeah. So I wondered, um, Mimble Wimble, which prevents an opponent from accurately casting their next spell. Uh, by the way, Gilderoy Lockhart on the <laughs> usefulness of a tongue-tying curse in a duel Yeah, is, is pretty cool. So I wondered if it was like that you have the tongue-tying curse, Mimble Wimble. Is that what you say? It's a silencing charm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's useful in dueling. So it's covered in the Book of Curses and Counter Curses. I, I, just, I guess I kind of wonder. So he says it. Is mm-hmm. it not something that maybe the after effect like if if hagrid were for example using the spell itself 
but said it, but didn't use the the actual out loud sort oh. of um, dictation of it, but just used it secretly because he's not supposed to be using magic. And the outcome was that his opponent, Vernon, says Mimble Wimble. That's an interesting you know I mean? theory. Like may, maybe as maybe as you're if you were to I cast like Mimble Wimble on yeah. somebody, they would then stumble through their words, resulting in a sound that sounded like. Mimble Wimble. Right. And, and Hagrid, <laughs> I yeah. I mean, it, it, that's an interesting theory because Hagrid really, like, he loses, he almost loses it there. He loses it later. Um, and whenever he gets emotional, you know, he uses magic later on because he's so emotional and he can't control his temper almost because he's so mad that they didn't tell anything and they're now trying to prevent Harry from going to Hogwarts, really. Um, I was going to say, like, oh, my only theory that I have is, like, he picked it up somewhere in when, I don't know, they were with Lily and James or something. And he's like, he d- uh, the the wizard giant doesn't understand Wait, me. I'm trying to. So are we saying here that maybe Vernon was also trying to cast Mimble Wimble? Because here we go. On, on the 31st of July, 1991, Ruby Sagrid is found at, at Harry... Um, found out that Harry Potter had been told nothing of the wizarding world. He angrily rounds on Dursley, at which point... Uh, Harry heard his uncle Vernon whisper something that sounded like Mimble Wimble, which was ironic considering Vernon mm. was a muggle with no knowledge of yeah. spells. So they're really, I mean, my thought on it was, is that like Mimble Wimble is the result of yeah. what, of what Hagrid was doing. But you could also go back as far as when we did our little study that Vernon maybe picked it up from Lily and James back in the day and thought he could silence, it's a silencing charm, Yeah. thought he could silence Hagrid <laughs> by saying Mimble Wimble. Yeah, like... Like, what? As desperate <laughs> as he is, remember how you said yeah. in the last episode, he's going from these uh, very normal activities and, and very logical, practical things to, like, now he's just doing outlandish, crazy, very undursley-like things. But mm-hmm. it's all to try to return to a place of normalcy. So if it's like if I have to, if yeah. sitting there, like, if I have to cast a spell right now, I will cast a spell to uh-huh. stop this. <laughs> like I will cast a Mimble Wimble spell to stop all this magic from happening. It's just that's it is kind of ironic. I like both theories. We never know. We never find out. It's never really confirmed yeah. or anything. But wild so yeah i'm glad you pointed because i didn't want to miss that because we've been kind of saying it throughout the episode because we talked about it last night and i was just like wow mimple wimble there it is (laughs) anytime we stumble now from for from now on we're gonna like we're gonna do a little mimble wimble we're gonna call them mimble wimble edits (laughs) so all right that's pretty so actually at this point you know uh hagrid sort of remembers that's right we have to reply by today so he he, he sends the letter back to dumbledore you do you want to read that part Mm mm-hmm Dear Professor Dumbledore, given Harry his letter, taking him to buy his things tomorrow, weather's horrible. Mimble Wimble. Horrible. Weather's horrible. Hope you're well, Hagrid. (laughs) In case you guys haven't figured out, um, horrible is a hard word for Lottie to say. Horrible. Horrible. Yeah. So. (laughs) Sorry. Anyway, yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that's, he's he's, he's at the, Mm -hmm. the reply back, so we're in time. And met the deadline, which is good. Yeah. Gets the outback out there. And I'm wondering, so I'm going to tell you what, I'm been, what I've been wondering about. And you got to answer a question. Did Harry read the letter out loud? I don't think so, right? He pulled uh, out the letter and read. So here we as reader read the letter. Right, we But do. Harry in the situation, 
he just reads it on his own, right? He doesn't read it out loud. I don't know. It says he pulled out the letter and read. It doesn't say, I mean. I imagine he didn't read it out loud oh, for some wow. reason. What would you do if you were handed a letter? Yeah, so he just waits just a few minutes and then, really... then he says, what does it mean? Uh, you know. Right. So That's what I imagine. Okay. Yeah. So now my question is, what did Dudley think about all this? Dudley had no clue whatsoever, oh, yeah. in my opinion, True. that his parents never told, because they would never tell their little Duddykins what's going on no, because no, they no. want to protect him. They want, right. they don't want him mixed up with all that sort. Right. And here he is, his daddy's gone mad. He doesn't even know why, because he has no clue what's in that letter. Right. He's like, why is, why are my parents, you know? going crazy, crazy yeah. about this and my cousin's never been important in you know our life really and they've never really did anything because or for him so why all of a sudden this change and i'm always the one who can tell them what to do or whatever and then they are in this shack on the rock in the middle mm -hmm. of the i don't know lake ocean whatever it is yeah um and there comes in a giant and this is where I did the research. Okay. He's like three and a half meters Hagrid. Okay. Tall. Wow. Um, and yeah, now I don't know how much that is in feet, but that is abnormal. Like you cannot even say, oh, this is a very, very, very large, like tall person. That's it's 11, like. That's 11 foot. It's like double the size of a normal man. It's 12 foot. So yeah. that is like never, D Dudley's never that's seen. times two. Something. Yeah. Yeah someone or something like that and now his parents act even weirder because they're not even like as surprised that a giant just walked in but they're trying to prevent him from telling harry something mm -hmm. and then this giant just keeps saying what you don't know yeah. here you go yeah and you're a wizard and right. there's a giant telling your cousin He's a wizard. Yeah, well, it's also the thing that like the 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 Dursleys don't react with laugh and scorn. No, it's tear and right. How dare you and blah 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 and disgust and whatever. So that's also being picked up by their son, which is like, oh, this is they're not just laughing this. This is that's not a joke. No, yes, Shouldn't, is this that's silly? That's I'm ridiculous. Just... But he's seeing through his parents that no, this is real. And and again, he'll find out again after he comes back from his first year and stuff. It's like again. Uh, Dudley will start to kind of tread a little differently around right. Harry in oh, the yeah. future, which is which is awesome. But at the same time, I mean, yeah, it's a big eye opener for him. Yes, a, a big moment. I so I, I just wanted to point that out as Dudley. This must have been like crazy. Yeah. His his and here his mom, his mom who does everything for him, yeah. who would like you know he means the world to her. All of a sudden, has a you know, almost like a um, confession to make. Yeah. And something that's been boiling up in her for years. Right. Right. It's something about her because typically everything's about him. And so for him to hear that 
this is about nothing's about him right now right it's not right. Harry yeah. uh, the, the story with um, even his aunt who he doesn't know and his mom's freaking out right. and his dad's freaking nothing is about him no so it's got to be like one of those moments it's like oh this is strange very, very strange yeah he also could be sitting there thinking I really wish I could get my hand on one of those sausages I think so you yeah know, I, he might not even be really listening because he's also equally hungry and like uh-huh. wants that cake oh uh, yeah he's a kid it's so, so funny because I think that's a really good idea in the movie that they did that because it's fitting that he just is so hungry that he wants to eat some cake and he doesn't do it in the book. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't even eat the cake or anything, but in, I think it's cool that they did that actually in the movie. Right. Yeah. And it made sense. Yeah. But I just wanted to, yeah, I don't know, talk about it and just point that out. And, and um, also that everything just bursts out of Petunia. Like this whole, you know, Harry's like, what? You knew? He knew mm-hmm. that I am a wizard. He could not believe it. Yeah. That they would know it's and not tell him. It's a huge secret. Yes. Huge secret to, to keep. And Petunia is like, no! Of course we knew. And how could you not be my dratted sister being what she was? Oh, she got a letter just like that and disappeared off to that, that school mm. and came home every vacation with her pockets full of frog spawn, turning teacups into rats. I was the only one who saw her for what she was. A freak. Wow. Dang. That's like... Bitter. Very bitter because... So... I think she... She turned her jealousy into bitterness and turned it in her head kind of protect to protect her own feelings somehow. She turned it to be something bad, something abnormal, something mm-hmm. you don't want to have. Because she actually wanted it so bad. Yeah. 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 Actually, I mean, sometimes I, I think we're all guilty to some degree of that, uh, right? Of, of the, something you want, somebody else gets it, and you're sort of like, yeah, I really didn't want it, yeah. actually. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. it's like, oh, okay. I mean, that happens with me and ice cream all the time, right? <laughs> like, so I see a kid with ice cream cone, I'm like, yeah, it's really bad for you. So yeah. <laughs> just really shouldn't have it. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. That's a, that's a good comparison. <laughs> yeah. But, I, you know, you're about to go into your part here. Mm-hmm. And I kind of wonder, just as we think about, I don't, I'm going to look this up, but the grandparents. I'm guessing they never really mentioned the mm-hmm. um, Lily's mom and dad, but they were happy because Petunia says yeah. they were happy to have a witch in the family. Yeah. But are they still around? I think they must have. They must have passed on because I think, otherwise they would have been. Yeah. They would have been taken care of. Yes. Right. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah. Could you imagine the different life? Oh, he, my, my goodness. Goodness yes. gracious. You know? I mean, it's very unfortunate for that boy that all his relatives, all the grandparents, even though Lily and James were both very young when they had Harry. All are already passed away. Yeah. Yeah, it's just so. Sad. Yeah, it's true. Because even the Potters. Them. Yeah. Right? Yeah, what are the odds of that? Because they were young. I know. They were like in their early 20s. Interesting. Yeah, I'm going I'm to look it up while you kind of, uh, you know, drive us, mm-hmm. drive us forward there. But yeah. Yeah, so Petunia basically admits that she knew everything. Um, and they know that the parents obviously didn't die in a car crash. And now he is poor Hagrid, who's like, oh my goodness, someone has to tell him what really happened. Because they didn't and they will not. Mm-hmm. And before he goes to Hogwarts, someone has to tell him the truth. Yeah. And he's like, uh, Harry, I don't know if I'm the right person to tell you, but someone's got to, can't right. go off to Hogwarts, you know? And I'm like, 
honestly, I think Hagrid was the perfect person. He did a great job. Harry. Yeah. I think he was, he had enough empathy, empathy but mm-hmm. at the same time, enough like just tell the facts like they, he didn't he just told him what he knew in very short words and very understandable words and at the same time like made him feel you know i'm so sorry for your parents because he loved them and he's someone who knew his parents who's worthy of telling their story actually right i would rather i mean not that i won't want harry to wait that long but rather hagrid tell him the story than the dursleys how would they have told him the story you know like oh yeah for sure it would they didn't even understand what it all meant really no yeah it's it actually yeah you're right it's given in a weird way you're almost happy that it was told uh to them or that he heard the story from someone that he um that loved his his parents yes you know because that's the thing that he didn't understand. There's a line where Harry doesn't understand how, like, where this feeling of trust comes from. Mm-hmm. But it was it's because Hagrid is so just honest and loyal and just yes. very uh, emotions on the sleeve or whatever, and just was just conveying his thoughts and feelings about Lily and James Potter. That yeah. it's like, wow, I've never heard anybody talk about my parents that way. Yeah, and it probably would yeah. have been spoiled, I guess, even a little bit. Right, had his aunt have distorted it and stuff, you know. So yeah. it would have muddied the water even more. They went from the extreme of just nothing to in mm-hmm. uh, it was a car crash. We don't talk about it. To yeah. there, they were awesome. They were epic. Yeah, and yeah. They're actually heroes, yep. if you will. Yeah, um, yeah. So Hagrid goes on, tells him the story very short in very short words, or I don't know. He keeps it short, mm-hmm. um, but tells him all the details basically he knows because most of it is actually still a mystery um he basically starts right. like it's like whether he went there or not right we don't, we're not really sure why Voldemort showed up that night no yeah he's he he actually says something where they they don't know why he never um tried to persuade them right the potters right because they were very good they're so powerful skillful family and he actually makes that comparison later. Um, so we, we, we get that he doesn't know about the prophecy, obviously. Mm-hmm. No one really knows right. why well, so, yeah. he did what he did. Comes up later. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Did you want to say something? No, yeah. That's, that's the whole point. It's just, I just think it's really cool that, that Hagrid kind of, um, he doesn't know the full story himself and that he really does kind of convey what the wizarding world thinks or believes. Maybe Voldemort went there to recruit them. Maybe yeah. he went to take them out uh w- whatever it might might have been maybe because he even says like the, he, they must have already known that uh or he must have already known that that they were close with dumbledore and he they wouldn't you know sort with him now we find out there's, a, there's an actual real reason behind all this and prophecy yeah. and everything and snape and the whole nine yards but it's really cool to see this perspective i guess from the wizarding world like the potters were well respected they were yeah. they were awesome absolutely right? yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah and the way hagrid tells it is like again very emotional so he's trying to you know tell harry especially because he rescued harry as a baby and he's like you know he was he was just he was just a year old he came to your house and 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 he can't say it he has he's struggling and then he blew his nose with a sound like a foghorn and i just wanted to compare what what's or to listen in what's a foghorn sound like poor guy is that what his nose sounds like every time he 
I mean, really, that's loud, you know. I know. <laughs> oh, he was he was shook. Yeah. Um, you know who killed him? 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 Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wow. Chuckling at your own jokes. Um, talking about strong, powerful wizard families. Mm-hmm. Yeah, list them off. No one ever lived after he decided to kill them. No one except you, Harry. And he killed some of the best witches and wizards of the age. Yep. Who were they? The McKinnons. And I have them right here. The McKinnons, the Bones, and the Pruitts. Pruitts, yeah. Yeah. Uh, The Bones rings a bell, definitely. Susan Bones, Amelia Bones. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. The McKinnons. Okay. Do you have them pulled up? Uh, no, I thought you were pulling them up. I, I have them. No, sorry. Yeah. Um, so the McKinnons were a uh, powerful wizarding family. It's not really known if they're pure blood or both magical and ma- uh, muggle heritage. They were slaughtered by Death Eaters at the height of the first wizarding war in mid-1981 as they were connected to the Order of Phoenix. According to Igor Karkaroff, Travers was among those involved. The only known member of this family is the late... Marlene McKinnon, who was a member of the order, and when uh, Lily Potter heard of their deaths, she cried all night, and mm. we find that out in her letter. Um, they were mentioned in Lily Evans' letter. She started. Uh, she stated that Peter Pettigrew had looked sad when he visited, but she believed it was because of what happened to the McKinnons. The Potters and the McKinnons were possibly good friends, as Lily cried when she heard of their deaths yeah yeah gosh wow so um, is, it's kind of cool it's like a one-line thing where there's like these different families the mckinnons the bones mm-hmm. um so like you we do know susan bones who is yes. actually the um like the niece to edgar and amelia bones right who were killed right yes which is, which is wild so susan is in in the story and has some some connection there but uh and later her aunt um is killed as well okay yeah Right, yeah, that's so right. Amelia, Amelia Bones, Bones who's right. Madame Bones in the um, Wizengamot, yep, she it's was true. presumably, probably murdered by, or might have been murdered by Voldemort himself because she's like, she must have been an extremely powerful witch. Um, where does it say? Sorry. I'm so I wonder. So um, like Amelia Bones again, that was her brother, at like Edgar, and then his wife. Um, so Edgar Bones and Amelia Bones, it looks like they are brother and sister. Mm-hmm. Her brother was killed in, uh, 1981 and then she's killed in 1996. Yes. Yeah. So wild. And then Susan again is, um, you know, is, is again. But Susan's parents, they live right there. Yeah, alive. they are still though. Um, it looks like her father is a, a brother to Amelia Bones and Edgar Bones. Okay. So. Yeah, they, they, that's the younger one. I'm guessing that that's the like maybe the younger mm-hmm. uh, brother. What like it looks like Amelia was was older, and then Edgar was born second, and there was a, a third son. They don't really have a name, okay. just Mr. Bones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so Susan again was was um, yeah a neat her, right. her her uncle and aunt were yeah. killed, and her cousins were killed. Right. So it's c- sort terrible. of a crazy thing for Susan to, mm-hmm. to kind of go through. But yeah. yeah, and and some of the members of the order refer to uh, not not susan sorry uh amelia bones uh, as one of the greatest witches of her time yeah i know right <laughs> which is awesome i don't really think me. about those characters as much but yeah mm-hmm. she's she's legit so 
Okay, and the last one, that got me the most because I had no idea if Pruitt... Pruitt was not a name that I really remembered. Uh-huh. Yeah. But get this. Okay. Totally. So that was the surname of a pure blood wizarding family and one of the sacred 28. They were related to the Black, Weasley, and Macmillan families um, and then have more distant other relations. Okay. Uh, with the deaths of Fabian or Fabian and Gideon... In the first Wizarding War, the status of the Pruitt family is unknown. However, it continued in the female line through the children of Molly Weasley because Molly Weasley is their sister. Say what now? So she was a Pruitt? Fabian and Gideon and Molly were siblings. Wow. That's Pruitt is her last name. Holy smoke. I Mm -hmm. I never even thought about who. Right? Molly Weasley, Molly Pruitt. Wow. Some of you probably out there are like, yeah, guys, come on, where you at? But I mean, I, I never had, looked into no. that. That's cool. Because I just, I, you got me thinking about the, the, I went and looked up the Sacred 28, mm-hmm. um, which according to the author of the, plur, the Pure Blood uh, directory, yeah, 28 British families that were still, quote, truly uh, pure blood by the 1930s. Mm-hmm. And you have all the families there, um, Abbott, Avery, Black, uh, Burlstrode, Burke, Caro, Crouch, uh, mm. Folly, Flint, Gaunt, Greengrass, oh, yep, Lestrange, okay. Longbottom, McMillan, oh. Malfoy, Knott, Ollivander, Parkinson, oh. um, Pruitt, uh, Razier, Raoul, uh, Selwyn, Shacklebolt, wow, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shafik, Shafik, uh, Slughorn, Travers, oh. Weasley, and Yaxley. Wow. That's wild. There's, there's, we could do, good God, we could actually go through each of those families. That'd be kind of cool, wouldn't it? Yes. To go through and do like a study and of those families. They are somehow all related, I think. Like do a big, big, like, what do you call it? The uh, family tree. Family tree, yeah. 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 <laughs> so that is really interesting. So when, yeah, the, the Pruitts are killed, it's like that's Molly's family and she's probably upset about that. Yeah. Mary's, Mary's Arthur Weasley. Let's go. Shout out to her. I love her so much. Yeah. So that was super interesting to just uh, look up the names. And I love that when authors drop little names or knickknacks like that and you can look them up and there's whole connection story behind it. It's cool. Like even in the first book before any of that's done and she releases the first book, it's like Mm -hmm. it's already created in your mind this imagination of like, you know, Mm -hmm. who were the other families? Because if our names are, are, we're not in the story. It's nice to create a world that we could actually live in or be in yeah. or, or know people or whatever. Yeah. And so that I feel like is, is really neat that they're, that they're in there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Right. What else you got? Um, just Hagrid. He was watching Harry very sadly, you know, um, as he kind of takes it all in and oh, yeah, processes for sure. it's it. a lot. Uh, and Uncle Vernon, the nerve that man got. Yeah. He's still trying to prevent harry from going oh yeah oh yeah um and then you know he's like weirdos he's talking about how weird they were and he doesn't deny oh, yeah. it this is, this is the bad part where he's really mean to about the world's better off without them in yeah. my opinion terrible and i'm like wow that's, that's too still far. your wife's sister yeah that that is the part <laughs> where like all right now now it's all revealed here and that's an awful that thing is, to yeah, say it is so um yeah never say anything like that 
but still, uh, <laughs> I, sorry, it doesn't really fit in what we just said, but I just noted that down earlier. Vernon has pride. He's not giving up, right? He could have, I'm like, oh, why he, doesn't he, he, he for know, sure on doesn't in. want anything to do with this. Like that, that no. is through and through, um, he's willing to go to great lengths to stay ordinary and to stay away from it all. But at the same time, he's fighting here to keep Harry around and send him to Stonewall High. Yeah. Basically, I was just trying to say he's very proud, like, man, Mm -hmm. still, like, his idea of the world, you know, trying to defend that here. Well, even, like, later on, like, he'll continue with this when he wants to keep up the image that he's disciplined his nephew and this weird oddness that you might sense from him. Don't worry, I've taken care of it, you know, and, yeah. and it's it's odd. So yeah. it's a major flaw for him. Where but. would you sort Vernon if he was a Hogwarts student? Well, because he's casting spells, clearly. Mimble Wimble <laughs> yeah. over there uh, under his breath. Uh, maybe he's a squib. Maybe he is a squib. <laughs> maybe he is. Maybe, he, maybe he's descended from squibs. Yeah, we had a theory you know I mean? that he, why does he hate it all so much? Because he also And then he and Petunia kind of also, there's, a, there's another, <laughs> yeah, they bond over it, right? There's another story. No, that's a, by no means a canon. Yeah. That was just a fun theory. We, but where would you, like personality Sorting. wise, where would he's you He's super ambitious. Him? He's su- like with the drill bits yes. and wanting to, yeah. again, just. Uh, whatever it takes to get where he wants to be or to do what he wants to do, yeah. he's not really, you know. Um, yeah, I feel like he'd be at Slytherin. Yeah, not because so. he's mean, not because what he said, no, but because of his ambition and yeah, his personality and, and 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 more worried about you know his own well-being. Yeah. Instead of and his family maybe, but right. otherwise, yeah. Yep, same. Would agree, hundred yeah. percent. What about Petunia? Where would you sort her? Oh. <sighs> Hufflepuff, unfortunately, but <laughs> you think so? Uh, she's very yes. to the people that she loves. Yes, she is very loyal, hardworking. I I, I think, think so. She I is. think she's hardworking. Yeah, she's I, a very hardworking housewife um, and mother. I wouldn't say Ravenclaw, uh, just because again, not necessarily. No. no, but uh, and then even Gryffindor, she doesn't have the right now. She doesn't have any of the no doesn't fit really no uh, yeah characteristics of that house yeah. so yeah it sucks to say it but i guess i, I mean we we take the rest in hufflepuff so <laughs> that's what we do over here the misfits yeah so but we don't really know like this whole family thing i'm not a huge fan of though what do you mean well w- i think we discussed that at some point that families usually get sorted into the same house yeah but i don't think they mm. that's not the case that's just happens to be a weasley thing and yeah. i don't think that's always well, Mal- Mal- Malfoy's entire family was... Yeah, I'm saying there are certain families yeah. that, that probably... Because, yeah. again, it's sort of like that's their family. They right. teach, they the, same teach the same values. Yeah, yes. all that kind of stuff. So that sort of makes, makes sense. sense. But uh, but then there's also like Sirius, for example. Oh, yeah. He was yep, he was so, kind of an outsider in his family. Outsider. And the Patil yeah. sisters. Yeah. They are... I know in the movie they're both in Gryffindor, which is not true. They're in Gryffindor and Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw, yeah. yeah. So... I like that better because yeah, you gotta you can't be the same across the board. But yeah, it, it makes sense too that some families might have all their children in one house and they're proud mm-hmm. of that and that's cool. Yeah. So yeah, it's cool. All right, what else we got? All right. Um, I thought it was cool that when Hagrid kind of said, "Some say that Voldemort died after that." You know, like Hagrid, uh, Harry wants to know what's you know what happened to him, 
And he's like, I don't think, like, I don't know if he had any or enough human left in him to die. Uh-huh. And I was like, wow, how right Hagrid is about that, actually. His yeah. theory, like, he just throws that out there because he was almost like. Hey, he either, he either says it himself. He heard it from Dumbledore, maybe. Maybe. But That's yeah, a theory, you're yeah. right, though. What he says is technically mm-hmm. tr- uh, yeah. pretty spot on. Yeah. So. Because he can't, he split his soul, which is yeah, very. There's not much human in, in no. him left. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then later, so Hagrid finishes the story and he, I, I love this, how Hagrid just looks at Harry, you know, with warmth and respect and, um. He's happy to see him again. What? He's happy to see him again. He is. And yeah. 11 years later. Yeah. And Harry, Harry gets the notion Oh, this must have been a mistake. This can't be true. I can't. How can I be a yeah, wizard? Yeah, I can't do those right? things. Right, yeah. And I feel like, yeah, we all know that feeling when you, it's it's called like a more extreme version of that is like an imposter syndrome, right? Where you are, mm-hmm. I've heard a story about a girl who always got the best grades in med school, medical mm-hmm, school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was a, she started being a doctor, worked at a hospital and she kind of went to get a coach because she had terrible imposter syndrome she's like i people think i'm good at this people think i know all this stuff people think i can save lives but i feel like i don't belong i have no idea i i'm not good enough for this i'm not a doctor at all and i just thought about how yeah it's terrible when people have that and i do get that sometimes yeah. everyone probably gets it sometimes especially when you start somewhere when you start yeah. first as a teacher oh for sure you lo- you have I'm a total imposter major imposter i think every teacher when they start unless you have like years of experience coaching kids I mean, or, some, or babysitting you make it the first year absolutely <laughs> like 100 percent. you feel like because the kids yeah. are like this guy is an imposter yeah. he is not a real teacher what who yeah he is some guy off the street who's rambling mimble wimbles up here <laughs> But sometimes we have powers that you're not really aware of. And Harry's like, I could never defeat. How am I the one who defeated the Dark Lord? Or yeah, it doesn't It doesn't make any sense. He, powerful he has, wizard, yeah. He has nothing in his life that is, is really, I mean, yeah, it's sort of some odd things have happened, but he still feels like, I can't be this, this great, this wizard. I can't be that person. Like, look at my life. Look at where I'm at. And yeah, it's just, you know, I mean, Hagrid encourages him. Yeah. You're going to be a thumping good wizard. Yeah. As soon as you're trained up a bit. Yeah. And you're like you mentioned earlier, you have already done things that you're, you know, just think back. Have you never made stuff happen? Mm-hmm. And then Harry's yeah. like, oh, yeah. And that's what we learned in the first chapters. That's leading up to this where Harry can look back and we as a reader, we also kind of experienced that yeah. a little bit with Harry. Uh, oh, yeah. There was a lot of things actually that I made happen that are unexplainable and yeah. weird. Yeah. Um, and... Uncle Vernon still doesn't give up. He's like, he's not going to that school, not paying for it. He's going to Stonewall High, and he'll be grateful for it. And I'm like, he did really, he really believes that. I think uh, that yeah. Harry would yeah. be grateful to go to Stonewall High and be, just live in the Muggle world. He should be grateful <laughs> to live under the stairs. The whole, the whole thing. Yeah. Yep, totally. Uh, and cool, just cool thing here his name's been down ever since he was born says hagrid 
for Hogwarts. Yeah, and which we talked about in the in our extendable ear edition mm-hmm. and the quill, the, the feather, magical whatever. Feather. Yeah, the magical feather. Once you're born, the you're pen. a wizard. Yeah. Which your name's down for Hogwarts. Still writing down names today, hopefully. But Vernon is not paying for some crackpot old fool to teach her magic tricks. You tell him, Vernon. Wrong move. You tell him. Wrong move in front of Ruby as Hagrid. Right. But also, Hagrid does something <laughs> really stupid here, though. Yeah. This is dumb. Yeah. I gotta say. Like, you want to put a pigtail on somebody, put one on Vernon. Right. Why did he choose Dudley? Why did he choose Dudley? Because Dudley just... didn't even, like I said, he didn't, he didn't even eat the cake. He was probably terrified behind his mom, did, wasn't he? he? I think mm-hmm. he hid be- behind Petunia. And... Hagrid, he didn't really know maybe how he Harry was treated by Dudley. Maybe he missed. Maybe it swished right past him or whatever. And he, uh, yeah. And Oh, yeah. And we talked about it. So for us, it's like, I mean, for them, it's huge. They have to. It's assault. It's assault. From their because perspective, yeah. He now has that pigtail and it doesn't go away. So he lives with that pigtail for, I don't know, days or I, weeks. I the, and they have to have it removed through a surgery. Right, right. I, I made the joke that, you know, years later when, when Dudley is uh, writing, you know, Christmas card. They're on oh, Christmas yeah. card terms or whatever. I, think, well, I was like, did Harry ever say, hey, you still got that pigtail scar? <laughs> like, what? Wow. So but ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, but the other thing, too, is that. There probably was a magic solution, and maybe even Hagrid, we don't know, mm-hmm. sent a magical option to them, but they refused to use it because they're so afraid of it. But at the same time, like, he, you know, he doesn't reverse it right away. He doesn't no. do anything. So it kind of sucks because, you know, uh, you see transfiguration happen. You right. see kids doing this sort of stuff to one another yeah. in school, and, and you fix it, and it's whatever. Right. That he doesn't get the magnitude of, of this action. Yeah. That, that they're to not, muggles. They're not going to undo it with a the proper magic right. he doesn't th- i don't and think so therefore he, it's yeah. now leaving a physical scar which mm-hmm. sucks yeah anyway bad bad move on haggard there so yeah uh, and that's because he's so loyal to dumbledore and that makes me wonder yeah. Yeah. i just don't understand why he's a gryffindor honestly because his yeah I, I i think he values loyalty so much yeah but yeah. also he he's I don't know. He's courageous. Well, stuff, it's one of those things where, again, you I love the idea that you can be in multiple houses and that you kind totally, of can have yeah. personalities that fit in one or the other. Right. But, like, for me, even if I were to, if the sorting hat was telling me, you know, Gryffindor would be great, I'd be like, I'm out. I'm out. I don't want to be in Gryffindor. Right. I, I, I actively would not have, want, did not want to be in Gryffindor, especially mm-hmm. when I read about the sorting hat. So I'm like, no, I'm a Hufflepuff. Yeah. I am a Hufflepuff, and I love Cedric Diggory. And I love that they are like underdogs in this whole mm-hmm. thing. And I'm cool with that. So Amelia Bones was a Hufflepuff. Yeah, awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shout out to Hufflepuffs. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. So I'm I'm cool with him. Maybe he maybe he fit in both houses and he was like, no, I want to be in Gryffindor. Yeah. And so you have some say in the matter. Right. Even though it's a sorting hat. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um and one thing that I wanted to point out too was that he so he uses his umbrella to cast spells his umbrella probably contained some sort of parts of his old wand that was destroyed when he was expelled right yep and just a little teaser because we're going to talk about that in more depth in the extendable ear edition here in a little bit but he is very skilled at non-verbal magic which is very difficult to perform yeah so just to 
throw that in there because he doesn't say a single spell because he had to learn how to do that to kind of undercover do some magic here and there you would think too for the secrecy right act Mm -hmm. or whatever that more wizards would really have to oh yeah do that and know when to do Mm -hmm. it uh and stuff or or yeah just because you don't want all those uh all that terminology out there and then Mm -hmm. exposing sort of uh i don't know the wizarding world so yeah but good on him for for yeah yep um and once uh dudley you know the dursleys are all in shock and they retreat to the to the other room they Uh they give vernon finally gives up he doesn't want his family to be involved in this anymore they just go to the next room to the other room and i think they just stay there until harry and hagrid leave um which is not until the next morning so um they kind of want to get a few hours of sleep before they because they have a big day coming up they got to get all harry's school equipment books all that good stuff so um right before they go to bed though uh i think harry asks hagrid a little bit about oh yeah why he's not supposed to do magic and you know hagrid oh you gotta ask harry please don't tell anyone and harry's like why were you expelled Mm mm-hmm Oh, it's getting it's getting late, and we we've got lots to do tomorrow. So right, pff, uh, says Hagrid loudly. So he totally like ignores Harry's question, but he gives him his coat, which is yeah, full of stuff. which is full of mice and pockets <laughs> and stuff, right? And so he says nice. you can kip under that, and I was like, you know, what well, kip? What what does that mean? I mean, I could make sense of it through the you could kip sentence, under that, but yeah. sleep basically sleep but especially in a place that you're not that's not your own almost like when you say crash on your couch right 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 yeah. yep, yep. That. i just thought it was funny that's funny um but that's it yeah they go to sleep and Sweet. i mean like i said in the summary i don't think i could have slept that night my head would be full of i would try to do magic right away <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd be so excited. I I would just want to go right now. Right. Hermione was already like, let's go get these books. Yeah. Right. Let's go. Let me read these. I want want a little story about Hermione and how she got her letter. Got her letter and the person who told her parents and all that stuff. I I just want a little. Yeah. You wonder if J.K. Rowling could have ever done like little. I mean, I know she did some Pottermore articles and stuff, which was tons of fun for people to like read and stuff yeah so but yeah it'd be cool to get more of those even just little tiny yes. in-between stories uh they did that and you people are gonna laugh at me that i even know this there's a sub story in the twilight series okay uh, it's like the brie what is her name some other little vampire that was from another city and she gets out of this little vampire faction and it's a whole like little in-between story and i think okay jk rowling could have done a lot more of those that would have yeah. been kind of neat i didn't that that's cool i know someone's probably laughing at me right now i can't i can't believe as knows that you know like outside of the main books there's i love an it extra book so i love reading books though and so i as a high school teacher i felt like i had to you know it's actually kind of fun addictive reading a lot of these a lot of these uh adolescent novels so mm-hmm. all right friends well hey uh time for us to move into the advice of the week basically i just want to tell everyone your time will come and what that means or what i mean by that really while you can't always rely like you know on a big giant to come and get you if you don't feel comfortable where you are right now 
start changing things little by little if necessary and believe that your your time will come yeah harry had to go through so much and his childhood was definitely not fun or easy or you know encouraging Mm -hmm. but i strongly believe that there's always ups and downs and for him there was a big up waiting for him and there's also more challenges coming oh for sure yeah, for sure. Just believe in that. I think it's actually a really, really good point. So that your your time will come uh, if you feel like it's not there already. Mm-hmm. Uh, it may have been there at one point and you feel like mm-hmm. you lost it and yeah. then you've got to find something again. But it does. It, you do have to kind of keep working on um, just who you, your habits. Yeah. We truly believe in the power of habits, by the way. Just Correct. to throw that out there, friends. Like if you can really get into uh, the, the power of habit building and be <laughs> honest about like maybe bad habits in your life and then look yeah. for things to kind of improve on. And I, I already know I have a bad habits and things that I, you know, I drink too much diet pop, for example, and stuff <laughs> like things that I've got to work on or whatever. But there's other things that I've worked on that make me feel so much better. <coughs> and I do feel like you just, yeah, time will come when if you're kind of going through a, a spot where right. you feel rough and you feel down or whatever, uh, start to change things, you know, mm-hmm. listen to a different podcast, right. Or, or surround yourself by different friends. Uh, go at, act actively go out there and try to do something different. I right. Guess. Yeah. Scary sometimes. It's hard because we get used to our comfort zones and stuff. But um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. hey, the the habit will become your new comfort zone. Just believe in that. You know, like you got to have some. I I don't know. Just trust in 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 the power of it. And yeah. not to say like with your time will come. I don't want to say like oh yeah you we often get into another bad habit, which is just to wait. Oh yeah. Next year, once I have paid off the house or I have this degree or I have this or that or this, this or that or this. Wow. (laughs) This, that, this, this, those, that, and these. (laughs) Um, Once I have it all, then my life will be awesome and nothing can change that. No, it's always up and down, but just trust when you're in a, like we said, in a, you know, valley that you'll, Mm -hmm. You'll be up there soon. So yeah. <laughs> that's all. A bit of encouragement. Oh, my God. Yeah. All right. Well, this is probably rival- rivaling. That's probably because of all the mimble wimbles we've had in the episode. But this is going to be, I think, our longest episode. So thanks for hanging in there with us, friends. Uh, wow. We even split the chapter up into two and we still. Um, <laughs> Maybe that's what made it so Maybe long. Maybe that was the problem. Yep. Actually, we'll try to do that a little differently. But. Anyways, it's been fun, and I do I enjoy talking about you know uh, Harry getting his letter, the Me excitement too. of that. I'm yeah. really excited. So this is sort of the in between chapter of like the first sort of three miserable Dursley chapters. The excitement yeah. <laughs> builds here, and then really yes. next chapter takes off. We'll have some spe- special guests back on the show, uh, which will be fun. It's gonna be cool. Our yeah. first guest actually, and then we'll have some more guests planned out in the future, which mm-hmm. is good because I feel like sometimes it's nice to have other voices and perspectives yeah. and things like that. And we, we do truly want to build like a community, uh, friends and, and people who are interested in this stuff and want to chat. We just want to nerd out about yeah. all this stuff and know who the Pruitts were and yeah, good. Amelia I mean, Bones and some of Mimble you are Wimble. like, some, some of you are like, let's go get with it people. And, and some of you are like who? And so, yeah. uh, by the way, remember too, that is sort of our, the spirit of the, us being teachers is that like no question. And anyone who comes on and wants to guest, we don't know it all and we no. don't even pretend to. And we're happy if you come on and you know quite a bit more or you don't know anything. You just want to share your, your thoughts. on yes. it. I feel like don't be afraid uh, because we are the most easygoing, uh, friendliest wizards you'll ever meet. 
So, all right, friends. Well, hey, uh, that is it for this week. Thanks for tuning in to Shell Cottage Radio 94.7 COZY. We hope you'll join us in the future. We thoroughly enjoy meeting new positive Potter people that don't behave like babbling, bumbling bands of baboons. Baboons. If you don't want to miss out on the next episode, be sure to subscribe to our podcast, leave us a review, and follow on social media at Fleur and Bill. Next time, we're going to have a special guest. Oh, no. We're going to have two special guests, actually, on the show for the first time and talk about Chapter 5 of Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, Diagon Alley. So definitely don't miss out on next week's episode. Again, thanks for joining Blur's Book Club in their little shell cottage today. We know it's not much, but it's home. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.